0: Voyager Radio, self-development radio for the open mind, interviews with leading-edge authors and speakers, psychic phenomena and the unexplained, UFOs, extraterrestrial encounters, government cover-ups, alternative health care, new technologies. And now, Bruce Stephen Holmes for Timeless Voyager Radio. Hello everyone, this is Bruce Stephen Holmes, The Timeless Voyager. On the show today is Qatar. We are on the brink of war, it seems, and we are going to have Qatar channel some of the uh, Ascended Masters, and we're going to ask questions, and uh, welcome to the show.
1: (laughs) Thank you, Bruce.
0: (laughs) All right. Um, For the benefit of the listeners, why don't you uh, tell them a little bit about what you told me this morning when you said that, how you have been feeling.
1: Um... A feeling, especially this morning, extremely nervous, and and to do the show, it just hasn't been my my past experience that I would get as uptight, and it really dawned on me about the energies of um, the impending seeming to impending war in the Middle East and all that's around us, that I was just really becoming very aware of how my own fears were starting to come forth, and also just how sensitive I am, as I think many 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 people are to the massive fears that are around them. And sometimes we react to them without realizing it's not personal. It is uh, energy that's larger than us and that we can, in realizing that, be a little more at ease at bringing it through or or, uh, detaching from it enough so that we can really be of some assistance with the energy.
0: So I guess what you're feeling should be shared, I imagine, since we're all connected.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. Um, my own, my feelings, um, I, I just have, I suppose the the sense that, you know, I would have liked to have seen some things changed, some things demonstrated. I, I have had some self-doubts, you know, how can things have gone to the point they are when I have done all I can to manifest peace in my own personal life and that I keep praying for peace and I still keep getting the reflection of things that don't seem to be heading in that way, and so sometimes I've, I do a self-judgment number with myself as well. I think a lot of people uh, come to that, if they've bonded to, with others and pray for peace and they get real certain that that's effective enough and then don't get that um, back when they think that they need to get it back, we go through a lot of doubt again. So there's a cycle of hope and doubt and and faith and hope and doubt and faith that I've been finding going on with myself.
0: Right. This is the day before the 15th, which was um, expressed as uh, the day of of judgment, I guess. Uh, Two parties, uh, specifically Hussein and Bush, have come together and um, have decided to uh, stonewall each other. And as a result, we are in this predicament that we're in, and it'll be interesting To hear what your comments are those people who listen to the timeless voyager it's a different segment of the population um and also to get some thoughts from the ascended masters who will share their energies with qatar Um, qatar has anything in the past few weeks been coming up from any of the uh, channels that you channelings that you've done
1: As far as predictions or things like that with the energies, anything. Do you know
0: that stands out?
1: For me, the only thing that stands out is uh, talk a lot about hope and prayer, and it not not even specifically about the uh, war or the crisis, but about how it's relating to people's personal lives. A lot what they've focused on so far, uh, from my experience, has been. bringing everything immediately back into what's happening in your own state of fear, your own state of feeling, in your own state of hope or doubt uh, in life and relationships and so forth. And so uh, anything global, I, I haven't personally addressed it with them. Again, I've kind of had it on a, a sort of a back burner, this feeling like, well, I'll just maybe not pay attention to it and it will resolve itself. Mm. Um, I've been responsible, I believe, for all those energies as, as I've been experiencing them. If I hear a news reporter, I hear someone discussing their personal fears, I've done my own exercise to breathe and to bless and to pray in that moment, but I haven't really extended it to a personal conversation with the guides about it. So this will be interesting today for me, too.
0: Qatar, why don't you prepare to bring through uh, one of the guides? All right, who do we have with us?
1: Well, how do you do, my friend? I'm called Clark, for fun. Clark, all right. <laughs> Indeed, because this is a time when it is very important to remember the humor of all life and that the joy of your existence is dependent upon your choice. Indeed, is it not?
0: Clark, I remember the last time that I interviewed Katar, she told me a little bit about you. Ah. You, I think, were, were one, of, one of the first...
1: I was indeed that one which was most prominent to the physical channeling that she now does. I came forth to humor her because uh, she had been feeling a sense of separation at that point of her life expression and needed a little bit more assurance from spirits. So when we announced ourselves to be called Clark... She did not believe us at first. It did not seem like a very spirit name. Do you believe so?
0: Mm-hmm. I certainly believe it's not a very spirit name.
1: <laughs> well, indeed, we Reminds came forward. Clark Kent. That is the purpose, indeed. <laughs> For we said to her when she finally heard it the third time, isn't that not what you want out of a guide a superhero? And uh, so we've begun a very fun relationship with it. And I use the name Clark simply because it is enough to shake loose certain ideas that spirit has to be in a particular floaty Vibration, mm. spirit is all that we are. You see.
0: Now, um, Clark, it, it it does it does bring uh, it certainly does bring a smile to a person's face, uh, because we like these very esoteric sounding names. Call <laughs> me. Why do you say, we, when you say you bring forth information? Uh,
1: I feel myself to be merged with all aspects of consciousness and myself as uh, certain other vibrations which have other names or other tones to them and so I speak as a collective of the consciousness of all of myself.
0: Now what, what is your situation historically? Have you been of the earth before?
1: Indeed, I have. Uh, the last linear timing uh, was in Rome is a very minor sort of existence.
0: Um, but That's nice t- to hear, too, because I always hear all of these great existences everyone supposedly had.
1: Well, then I, I won't uh, disturb you too much, I, am, I assure you, Then when I tell you that the most prominent life was one of King Harold of Norway, which is that vibration I like to play with most here. That was good.
0: Right. I I always felt like if I ever had uh, the chance to learn more about myself historically, I would find that there was never a pinnacle. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, everyone has had something of grandeur in their experiences, no doubt. But uh, indeed, we all want to be someone who is recognizable to the history books.
0: So, uh, King Harold. King Harold of Norway. Of Norway. How mm. was that existence for you? Did you like it? It was fun. It was grand. It was
1: bold and exciting. Right. You know, from the God perspective I have now, the raping and pillaging was just all part of the need <laughs> to understand life here. Hmm?
0: Now, that was your last incarnation.
1: That was uh, one of the last.
0: One of the last. Oh, now we see we're delving in. Well, let me ask you some questions, Clark. One of the reasons that we're having uh, Qatar here today and, mm-hmm. and allowing uh, the different guides. Incidentally, do you do you meet some of these guides when, when you change uh, positions? When one comes in and another one goes out? We're all on the very best of terms, yes. All right. Now, the reason I ask you that is because it seems that uh, many channels uh, channel different names. Some overlap with other more notable names. But I notice that there seems to be groupings of of channeled entities that kind of hang around together around one uh, physical entity.
1: Well, they'll say this, that um, as soon as there is a call or a need for um, something to be expressed uh, and Katar is at the right moment of her consciousness, and any one of us can be there. And that's how it becomes more merged, you see. Mm-hmm. She has been sometimes called, as we have told her, an open channel because she declared herself to be free and open for spirit to use whatever she All had. Right. So um, there are some of us that know one another from the earth plane, but most of us just know one another from the
0: essence. All right. So let's get right to it. What are we looking at now with this gulf crisis? How do things look from your perspective on your side? And what do you think we're going to be in for here? And I don't mean to use the word think either. Let's use this term. What are we going to be in for?
1: Ah, indeed well the perspective that I have of these situations is really uh, from the most detached that I can express is that it's a grand play isn't it of a demonstration of everyone's absolute childhood dream and by that I mean that the dream that they thought was the most real to them in their childhood of playing and winning, of beating, of being on top and of finding uh, uh, an enemy to combat. This has been very much trained into the consciousness and so we find it as a game from our perspective and we find it as an interesting play to give one the real truth about who they are and how this is not separate from them it is very much who they are I think what will happen you want to know what is happening, what will happen is an absolute demonstration of it it has gone beyond the point of um, turning it around according to the uh, feathers and, and hopes and, and sifting of, of the etheric you know, aspect of self, but it will come back to the bloody human, physical self, because that has been the need. If you have a need to experience something in your life, you're going to do anything and everything to bring it forth. And if you don't pay attention to the subtleties, you make it more and more clear to yourself this is something everyone has found in their lives. Um, Whether it's a matter of getting a cold for the 10th time in the year, and then they finally take some action to help to heal themselves, or that now it comes to a matter of that there is a confrontation. Um, Obviously, we don't mean to demean the etheric, hopeful, and feathery selves of souls who look for this to be resolved in peace, because on some level it is resolved already, and we view it as peace. We view it as as peace because it moves into the harmony of teaching. Uh, Peace, as demonstrated by lack of blood or lack of um, violence, is not going to demonstrate itself for yet a little while.
0: So are you basically saying that, that, that there is a need, the human existence is at a point where there is a need for something like this to remind ourselves about what? How bad it is?
1: No, not how bad it is, but to remind yourselves of how responsible you are in your personal life.
0: Now, these people have to give up their lives for this, then?
1: It is their choice. Right. They don't have
0: to. It is their choice. So all the people that are there who will give their lives... Indeed. And both sides we're talking about. Indeed. Okay, and of course, historically, according to Bhagavad Gita, this is the, uh, this is the time when... There's a tremendous amount of, of transition, and tremendous amount of, of energy being released from the planet, a lot of cleansing. Is that what this is about?
1: That's an aspect of it indeed. It is about cleansing. Um, it is about purging. Now, it's not to say that those who choose to die or who will be die, dead uh, in their physical selves from this are the ones who deserved it. No one deserves that. But it is amongst uh, the consciousness, those who choose, for whatever many, many reasons they have as souls, that it will all be honored.
0: But it is a sacrifice on their part. They are giving their lives for this cleansing.
1: They are indeed. And we can point to many so-called tragedies or disasters along your histories. And and the same will hold true, whether it is those who died in Chernobyl incident, whether it is those who died in the... um, Challenger, whether it is those who have died uh, simply by being in an airplane that crashed into the mountainside. All of that is a sacrifice for others. It all happens to be uh, a personal choice for self-knowledge and wisdom as well as sharing a particular vein, if you will, of life with other individuals that are related to it.
0: Now, it's my understanding that, that at any point, though, because we have free will, this can all be called off, can't it?
1: Indeed it can. There, we are not saying that, the, that there is no probability for a demonstration of uh, your peace solutions, but the probability has slimmed itself very mm-hmm. much according to the thing that has set in motion. When you see that the consciousness has uh, very much out of its fear, uh, the very initiation of this seeming um, incident, uh, brought up a tremendous amount of this bullying energy. Oh, How dare you bully me? I'll show you who's bigger. This was not the real desire to be expressed. And I know that there are many, many souls who were astonished that they voiced such an opinion or that they even thought or felt this energy in such a way. But rather than uh, give it a tremendous love that they had that experience, they either backed away from it or indulged in it. And what has occurred is a precipitation of that to its final conclusion. You can't just, uh, in the laws of your physical universe, find it very easy to have put out, oh yeah, oh yeah, oh mm-hmm. yeah, and then say, oh, i just kidding. <laughs> it's what happens when you tease someone, even on that level of humor that you think is wondrously humorous, to the point of, of goading them. And then you back away and say, now, what are you hitting me for? I was only kidding. You realize that there is an energy which must, according to the Universal Laws, play itself out. And you can think of it as a serious thing, or you can think of it as a playful thing. And we're choosing to say, it's all a game. Now let's not say ha-ha, and in that gameness of it, think that that doesn't have consequences. But that it does have for you a lesson in finding a harmony of light within yourself. What other time is there in life that you're going to look for that light when everything is not moving? Indeed, then you're finding that you're bored with things. So you find that you have to move things in order to realize where you are in it.
0: Now, of course, some people will be greatly touched by this experience. Some, some this this uh, experience will not touch them. They'll read about it or hear about it. Some will be touched right in their families. Indeed. So... Are we to look then at the families and the people who are, are directly related to this experience as the ones who are gaining, uh, they are gaining a certain amount of, of development They're through this all. experience.
1: Well, indeed, they gain their lesson as well as do you do gain the yours?
0: Onlookers are also gaining a lesson. This is like this is almost like watching a game. There are the the, the participants which are on the field. Uh, actually, in the game, and then those who are taking sides of the issue and that's then,
1: like that a lot right. indeed but the so only the- problem
0: here, and this is what i 'm trying to figure out is is what essentially happens at the point of the win or loss or the lose lose situation or the win win situation what is it that that we are looking for uh from your point of view what do the what do the uh what does the hierarchy see as the as the final outcome here?
1: as the need what comes now, I don't mean out the outcome
0: this, I'm sorry I don't mean the outcome as far as who wins this war I understand okay. you
1: mean the point that it is playing sure. itself at What's all its point the point is the bottom line of it is we are all equal we all have a right to play our own game and we do not have to choose to participate with the world consciousness or with the family consciousness or with our partnership consciousness, we can choose to be whole in ourselves and realize that if that is where we are, we are participating with the with the partnership, with the family and with the world, and that they will gain. You see, people come so far in this idea and yet they wonder what is the real, real truth of it, because they They act according to their truth, and suddenly they get a reflection in their reality that there's a war, or that there's a possibility of war, and they feel, what does this have to do with me? I've healed myself. Well, get off of the laurels, my dear friends. If you feel it in your reality anywhere, if you see it anywhere, you have an opportunity to bless it, to love it, to find that in your prayer that the God self, if not the human self, can heal it and move it. That's as simple as that. It's to find that you are holy and God and equal. Why does it have to be so seemingly abrupt and so seemingly violent? Because you have believed it needed to be so. That's all.
0: We have this possibility of war that looks very, very assured almost at this point. We have two nations. One, uh, a nation of Islam, another, a nation of many differing uh, religions, uh, certainly materialistic and capitalistic in a sense, a nation which looks, another nation which is rather, uh, uh, appears to be a dictatorship. What, (laughs) you know, we have all these levels. What is really happening here? I mean, we're seeing, we're seeing two things. We're seeing a need to cleanse, a need to change. But is there something else that we can look forward to? For example, uh, can, the, uh, can the hierarchy of spirit get involved and stop it? Or is that something that, that, that spirit does not do?
1: The hierarchy in spirit will not stop this from completing itself. All we will do is enhance your choice, to bring you the most complete healing in the most loving and expedient way. We have power to do nothing with your will. We emerge with the holy will of what is the best for all. And this does not serve, war does not serve God, but war serves the egos to remember God and to remember who they are as God. And so I suppose ultimately you can say it does serve God, but the idea that war is necessary is false. War is a choice, and it's only necessary in the context that there has been freedom to choose to neglect love or to receive love, to give love or to withhold it. It is all that there is. The fact that there are here seems to be some issues or that there seems to be differences is really again coming back to the problem that you have created in differences. This is not to do with religions. This is not to do with capitalism or not capitalism. It does have to do with greed. It does have to do with fear of lack, for why would someone invade a country anyway because they fear a lack of something and that they were now going to take what they feel has not been given appropriately to them why would anybody fight back because they fear they will not have enough if it's been taken from them why would anybody stand off and pretend like it's not happening because they have a tremendous fear that they will need to change something in their life and so it is not about So we about have
0: 3 basic viewpoints here Indeed. The the two participators and then those who, it's almost again coming back like the game, those who take sides and those who say, I'm not interested.
1: That's right. Now everyone can choose not to be uh, involved, but you cannot ignore, Mm -hmm. and there is a very big difference. And so for those of uh, my beautiful friends who listen, uh, who believe and know themselves to be God and of a higher consciousness. They oftentimes will say, I create my own reality, I choose this not to be in my reality, and I have news for all of you, my beloveds. It is in your reality. You cannot make it not be in your reality by pushing it away or pretending that it isn't existing. You must acknowledge it and love it. That's been part of the biggest part of the problem has been that vacuum of energy, of denial.
0: All right, now, are there... um are there any other uh, entities that would like to come through and 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 uh, speak on this, or do they make their choices known? And I just
1: there are those who are waiting for the appropriate moment. I okay. have one more thing to share with all of you if all you right. will hear me. Fine. And that is we've been discussing something which seems of a very serious nature, and it has been something of very intense energies. So I would not leave this scene with you before I bring up the reminder that. No matter what is happening outside, what is happening inside in yourself, you have a choice to view it with grand fun, to look for where the fun is in all of it. We understand and Singh was speaking with you earlier about focus. Let me remind you then that focus is that you can see this is happening and the same time this is happening, I can have fun in my life. I can find that there's some joy within this. Even if it's way over there, if you are allowing yourself to vision it over there, it has more of an opportunity to move through and integrate into the pain of the fear and the tenseness of all these things. So lighten yourself up a bit. Mm -hmm. Realize that none of it's going to go away, but it can lighten itself to the point of shifting you and the world into peace and into fun. That's so important to realize that you are responsible as beautiful souls here to not live in, let's contemplate how bad this is and how wrong I am for having created it, but let's look at, I have created it, it's happening, I, in my own little self, am not responsible for the bigness of it, I am only responsible for my experience. And so I choose to let this experience heal me. And in the meantime, I think I'll have a glass of juice, and I'll sit down and listen to some wonderful music and love myself. Hmm. Let's get into loving ourselves and really feeling the joy of being here and not think that we have to put all that on hold until this is over. Because something will always come up, and we always will have to be in it, and the more we can find we'll be in it in our joy, the easier and the quicker that it will move through with the assistance of all the brotherhood. All
0: right, I understand that.
1: Great. Great then I will move myself in the glorious, glorious state of being into a harmony of love and shift for you to the purposeful self. I am in Germaine. Be you at peace, my friend. I am called Germaine. And I be in the I am that I am and the violet so that I can bring forth the fire of the life that's in you. All that listen, hear me now. The I am and the I am freedom in this country and the founding of it is bringing us the opportunity to not be patriotic in it, but to be harmonic in it. For there is a truth that all has been founded in this grand nation to understand freedom. And yet freedom has not fully blessed itself into understanding for if we have demonstrated the need to march off, and to show how big we are, then that is not feeling free, is it? Greetings to all my brothers and sisters.
0: All right, Germaine. Welcome to the show. We're, as you know, discussing this uh, crisis situation that we're appears to be about to be embarked upon here. What uh, are what? First of all, I'll just ask you, basically, what are your thoughts on this? What are your feelings? What is the truth?
1: The truth is there can be no war except that which is considered outside of God. That the war that the ego has made in itself is a battle that need not be occurring. That the truth is the war that the ego plays itself to find power over the God dominion. It's a war it fights by itself. For God does not fight back. There is no war. This is then a wondrous opportunity to recognize that the empowerment of possession or of feelings or of energies does not come by brutality, but does come by allowing self to stand in light. We give forth the violet flame now to the man in the White House. And we give forth the violet flame to the man standing in his shield of desert sand. And in this violet flame we allow for the transformation of all the limitations of their mind into the harmonies of the God I Am. And we bring forth this as a truth for all souls living within the bodies of soldiers and marines, sailors, and... Drivers of the machineries of war, that all of this holds itself into the violet flame to be transformed, transformed, transformed into the harmonies of light. We cannot give you something that you are not already in possession of and that is light. All we do is come forth to remind you that the gift of the transpersonal spirit self is something of the great view of yourself. This war that seems to be on the brink is here to demonstrate to you of the absolute perfectness of standing with arms open and saying no matter what you do, no matter what you say, no matter how you act, I know you are God. And this has been the difficult lesson, hasn't it? for even the most of spiritual beings now will stand forth before me and say yes, but I know that but but what if and there is no what if there is no but there is only the and of the and I am that Saddam is God that bush is God that this desert is God and that all the actions no matter what are not what is of critical importance and when one is humbled enough to stand and say maybe in your Godness there is truth I have not seen then there is the peace and there is the healing. What can we do that neither of the parties here seems to have been willing to declare that maybe, just maybe, I am willing in my God-Self to know that I have not seen your God-Self. We can only say to them as we view them The truth remains, whether or not they are willing or see it. And we hold them in that willingness. And we hold ourselves in the willingness to see it in our leadership, as you have brought it forth, and in the leadership of the God Presence, which is even the grander selves than the personalities. We see a hope that is so deep that of this hope comes the truest of light. Will there be from this finally a world peace? There will be, from this, finally, an opportunity to choose humility as the next and most important step for the evolution of God, mankind.
0: So, when we when we look at a situation like this, um, as I was saying before, we have the differing viewpoints as to who the players are, uh, and who are the in each course of each player. Uh, feels that he is right and uh, according to bhagavad-gita as long as each player meaning each soldier each uh... participant plays uh... to the quote death the gates of heaven are open to that person that, that eve that there are is no right and there is no wrong
1: there is indeed no right no wrong all there is is the harmony of the God I am, which means there is infinite choice and infinite action possibilities, and it's all the same. To live life in truth is not to say that one stands to die for what one thinks is right, but that one stands to let go into the God I am, to be the wholeness. That's a very different perspective yes many sides are here and many sides have proclaimed righteousness and it isn't that both are right it is that all who proclaim these things are not living in whole truth but in limited view of self and this is not what will bring the harmony but with the standing back of self to say neither right nor wrong it just is what I choose to do is of my heart not of what I think, and emotion does not mean of my heart. Emotion is really the thinking part of feelings. It's not the feeling part of feelings.
0: <laughs> okay, now you've got me. It's the feeling em- uh, say it uh, say it again.
1: Emotion is the thinking part of your feelings. It is not the feeling of your feelings.
0: All right. What is the feeling of the feeling?
1: It is the, just the isness. it is ah, the experience. The is- okay It can be even a reflection
0: is- of the of the isness. The sensi- experiencing itself
1: on the sensitive level it is uh, it is the sensation it is simply the sensation mm-hmm. and so the emotion has its interpretation and its sensation
0: Now the interpretation is part of the mind okay the sensation is part of the body and then the basis of it is the isness That's right so how does the isness then diversify itself into the different... Uh, sensations that It were does
1: by the ego's choice, by the ego's manifestation. It, you understand that the development of ego has been a situation to give um, mobility on this density. And what has occurred over the eons of time is that the ego has believed itself then through its given power to choose that it has to choose against rather than just to keep choosing for. And it's created a buildup of antithesis as a necessary focus for growth. However, this limited self, this limited part of the mind developed itself out of business because it was feeling impotent. In its potency, it's feared having that taken from it. If you are wondering what is fear of death, it is the fear that you will not be able to be anymore. Right. And the truth that is quite ludicrous, isn't it? When one understands that whatever death is, physical or of a letting go on any level, it is really coming to be. It's not, but you see, the ego has made up this thing of fear because it thinks it will no longer be the chooser.
0: Well, we all have that, that fear, even on a very simple level. I mean, if a person goes out and buys a new car, the first thing they have to do is they have to let go of the old car they have to do away with the fears that the old that the new car is going to be better than the old car. And then eventually they make the transition, and then they feel good about it, and then they're in their new car, and they're very happy for a while. And then pretty soon the new car starts to get old, and then we're back with that same change. So I see, I guess, the, the transition with the body is the same thing. It's a habit. You get used to something, and you don't want to leave the one you know about
1: it isn't even required that one let go of the body. That's just another assumption
0: mm-hmm. that the body Well, some of is these bodies we'd like to get rid of, though. <laughs> it's kind of like an old car. Sometimes you'd like to have a new, better vehicle, you know? I mean, I'm sure... But, of course, I guess, I guess the, the, the failing in this analogy is that we're talking about something that can be recreated itself, I guess.
1: It can be. And there are times when it's perfectly appropriate mm-hmm. to uh, let go of the vehicle for a seeming better model. But there are times when it is equally appropriate to put the investment into uh, reconditioning it and rebuilding it. Now, what do you mean by that? It, it
0: sounds to me like we've got a segue, so go for what do we, how do we recondition and why do we want to recondition?
1: Why? Why does an individual from the ego perspective sometimes want to put a new paint on their car and a new engine in it rather than getting rid of it?
0: Okay. Because they're, I always say because they're attached to it, but maybe They are it's
1: attached to it. They have a need for it. They have a love for it. There is okay. a a—there is a, a feeling for whatever level. It can be, you know, purely uh, limited You know attachment. what it is. You
0: feel comfortable with it and you just want to improve it.
1: It works. Okay. It works as long as it works. And so you give it everything you can to keep mm-hmm. it working. Um... Now, the difference between regenerating your physical self and your body and regenerating your car mm-hmm. is that you can only do so much to make your car better.
0: Right, of course.
1: According to current mm-hmm. awareness. But you can create your body to become even more and more open and available, more immediately self-healing. You can create your body to be more full of light so that it, it honors your mind and your mind honors it to do and to be at will where it is you choose to be. So you have the potential through the DNA restructuring, through the um, letting go and the healing of whatever you have entrapped into the body cells you have the capability and the ability to merge into the light body cells that you are and to live eternally in choice. That doesn't mean that you will always have this body, you're not stuck with it but that you can create it to be at will what will serve Now, that may mean I don't need this body any longer. I will let it go, and I will live without one. Oh, I want another one again. All right, I'll have one. This is where the I am presence of myself has been known to manifest in a physical form.
0: But there's quite, I don't mean to interrupt, but there's quite a difference between, uh, let's say, letting your body go out of, and let us I'm using the word, letting your body go and having your body taken from you.
1: Yes, there is because a Because the person
0: who has their body taken from them is definitely in a different state in this, uh, what we can call, the post-life state or post-physical state versus the person no who lets go.
1: In Indeed, the person who loses his body, so uh, seeming by violence, having, seeming having it taken from him, mm-hmm. is a demonstration that, yes, he hasn't let go. He wasn't willing. If he was willing to let go of this body, then it wouldn't have been taken from him. Mm-hmm. Um, there is then his situation of living in that level of consciousness or in that fear consciousness out of his body, and his recreation of a new form will not be quite so simple.
0: Now, I didn't. I realized we were moving on something, but uh, I had a few questions I've wanted to ask you in in a uh, uh, a book that I had read once. I think that uh, Germain was uh, in a previous uh, incarnation. Was that Pythagoras? Is that correct? Indeed. So, Pythagoras was initiated in the uh, uh, pyramids. Is that correct? Indeed. That was a time when you, uh, you as Germaine of course, have the the um the full knowledge of the of the past lifetimes that you've led when uh you were also is it Balzatar was that correct mm-hmm. yes now let's go to Balzatar for a second because i always wanted to ask this question what was the purpose of of going and finding uh jesus the christ was that a an astrological event was that something that that you had been looking forward to and was that, uh, in your opinion, the Christ?
1: Indeed, at the time, it was primarily an astrological event, which I knew astrological event, as which is more than astronomical event, mm-hmm. was foretelling in, and in union with something very important. Uh, I wasn't aware specifically at that time that what it would lead me to was this particular being, but I had hoped that it would. Mm-hmm. And indeed, I did believe that this was the Holy Soul, because I could see it in the aura and the energy, which I was not wont to see in that life expression very frequently. And I could hear it in the very presence of of the woman who was the mother with him. It was indeed a, a, a challenge to make such a journey, and to wonder that would it really prove itself out to be true. And there was question among my peers as to whether or not this would serve and what it would serve. And so, of course, the whole journey and through the situation that we dealt with uh, the king, Harold, uh, Herod, Herod. Herod mm-hmm. that was his expression at that time put forth a tremendous pressure upon myself to wonder whether I would deny it or not mm-hmm. as an experience. But it put myself at stake, didn't it? If I would deny it because it would put my credibility as a scientist and as a master at my craft at stake, and so I could only tell the truth.
0: The reason I had brought that up was that 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 is quite a quite a a life to have led to have been perhaps one of the first of the discoverers of the uh, of Jesus uh, Jesus of Nazareth being born and to have been there at that point of the birth, coming up into Pythagoras to jump ahead um, yeah, I know what a jump <laughs> well for you well well, for me, it was a jump. Um, The reason I talk, I like uh, to study and read uh, and understand Pythagoras is because of the understanding of sound, color, and the movement and change of consciousness. And I wonder if you could comment a little bit on that. I realize that that was an entire life and an entire school, but maybe just a smattering so that listeners can kind of hear this if it be even for the first time. Because people think of Pythagoras right now as the Pythagorean
1: As an analyst of geometry. Right, exactly. Well, there is, in the geometry, the fullness of sound and light and the dimensionalities of all things. And so that was a very mm, perfect way of demonstrating. But like all mystery schools, it is so misunderstood. And it is interpreted as something uh, separate uh, than what it is what I will share about these matters for those who be in the God I am presence that there is according to the various rays of light a particular focus for uh, transition on this planet know that what I will bring forth now which is not part of that particular expression but only an extension of it is that the colors that as you are aware were are available as of now at times we're not available into the conscious mind then or to, into transition at that mm. time fuchsia as you understand it did not even exist then of course
0: and of course I realize that the even the scaling the scaling, the sound scaling the scaling
1: of sounds is quite changed and quite different the octaves now in, in simplification in your western to the eight bars as the eight tones is really a very um magical thing but it is again moved itself away from the completeness of the power of sound as it relates to light the scale as i was interpreting it at that time had interesting rays of light that i could not find full expression for except in um an alternate description Hmm. because they would not be translated into the mass consciousness they could not be as i said fuchsia was not even in the consciousness how could you describe that to someone who when it is not available for them to comprehend did you it? have
0: the vision of fuchsia then
1: indeed it was i had the vision of all god creation oh, right and uh, the task at the time of trying to translate it into a means of of uh, working mm, energies i most enjoyed that experience and many of my students who are here now are realizing the holiness of this geometry and of the pyramid itself and of the sphere itself and how this correlates to the bringing forth of a tremendous new um, manifestation on this planet at this time. There has been no accident indeed that the great I AM presence has chosen to manifest itself now in octaves which are unclear and almost uncomfortable to individuals. What is important is to realize that the, is that the tones or the octaves which come forth in an uncomfortable way are really then allowing you to shift the awareness that there is a purpose in each of these tones and that you do not have to limit yourself by the old patterns but realize that it's breaking you through to new situations. You cannot go to the far reaches of your galaxies without experiencing these things and so you're in preparation. Leads you to another whole thing, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs>
0: Definitely. Um, we uh, started out, of course, talking about the impending war and end up talking about pyramids. But while all of this is still tied together, the point being that life is an ongoing—it's an ongoing thing. Uh, just as I pointed out, that you have had your own incarnations and have have recollections of certainly of wars and, and rumors of wars and reasons why there should be wars uh... at this point in your development you now have the perspective to see that this is just something that is going on
1: indeed it's something which is occurring and it has uh... no limitation in it from my view it can all transform at any moment into the full choice and so with all this i offer that one can see that the violet flame that the violet transformer is empowering you and all of these who now hear this voice of I AM to transform their own fear of this war and of the inner battle which has not been felt or acknowledged. And I recommend that those who stand within this sound of the tone of I am put up in their own mind the violet transformer. Witness it as an electrical transformer, a flaming violet energy surrounding self within self-expanding so that all the energies one perceives as limitation is brought through this violet light and is transformed and healed, and that all that comes from within them out through is only given forth to the world as the truth and as the healed self. This is the probability that I desire and I hold forth this vision of all. So be it.
0: So be it. Thank you very much, Jermaine. Mm -hmm. Mm
1: -hmm. Beloved, I'm called Ariana, goddess of truth. I'm very Joyful that you would have this opportunity, to be expanding the light of who we are with all of life. Thank you for honoring us with this gift.
0: Thank you, Ariana, for coming through and and being part of the show today. And even though we only have a few minutes, I'm very happy to have met you for the first time. Also, can you what what would you like to tell our audience?
1: I would wish to share that it is true that the blue sword of the brother of Michael is within the palms of your hands. And the laser light that is available to you to heal your own heart is blessed with us now. As you touch your heart with your hand, know that you have given yourself a gift of true nurturing. And the motherhood of I Am and all the goddesses joins with you to bring peace to this life of yourself and to your planet And we ask for you to hold it within your arms now and let the laser blue light cut through the strings of attachment and of declaration of ideas of untruth and allow it to be healed and harmonized. So be it, and blessed be.
0: Thank you, Ariana.
1: I feel wonderful.
0: Well, thank you very much for coming on the show.
1: Thanks for having me here. All right.
0: Thank all of you for tuning into the Timeless Voyager. This is Bruce Stephen Holmes, and I really hope that your own personal voyage through life towards the development of your highest potential is a joyous and successful one.